0: you are listening to Pursue Media Minutes. Here is an excerpt from the Daily Summary published on March 14, 2023. China Pulls Rabbit Out of Diplomatic Hat with Saudi-Iran Peace Deal The Beijing Dialogue. On March 10, China announced that it had brokered an agreement between Iran and Saudi Arabia to restore diplomatic relations, re-establish embassies, and respect one another's sovereignty. Subsequent unconfirmed reports suggest that Saudi Arabia may have agreed to end its support for the anti-Iran news network Iran International, as well as regional organizations that Iran considers terrorists like the mojahideen e Khalq, al-Avaziyah, and Jaish al-Adl. Iran has also apparently agreed to end its support for the Houthi movement, though it remains to be seen whether this will mean an end or just a reduction in intensity. China underwrote the process by pledging to provide both sides with increased investment, to attempt to play a larger role in the nuclear negotiations, and to host an Iran-GCC summit in the near future. All of these details are as yet unconfirmed and represent commitments that could easily fall apart amid ongoing fundamental issues and mistrust between Iran and Saudi Arabia. What we know for sure is that the two sides have agreed to have their foreign ministers meet over the next two months to hammer out the details of reopening the embassies. Diplomatic coup, or target of opportunity The agreement may have taken place in Beijing, but China primarily served as the facilitator in a process that was the culmination of years of negotiations. Since 2022, Saudi Arabia and Iran have held five talks in Baghdad, Laying the groundwork for this week's announcement. The process had stalled after Iraq selected a new prime minister that was less interested in negotiations and did not have the trust of Riyadh or Tehran. Saudi diplomats reached out to China, possibly during Qin Gong's informal meeting with the Saudi foreign minister two weeks ago at the G20 in New Delhi, in order to restart negotiations in a neutral territory that both sides had good relations with. The negotiations took place swiftly. From March 6 to March 10, indicating how much work had already been accomplished prior. There is no indication China played a major role by incentivizing either side, but rather was a neutral party that could bring both sides to the table. A comparison can be made to the Abraham Accords, which one expert once described as a bus already leaving the station. Of course, this does not mean that the agreement is not a big deal, as it marks Beijing's most substantial and so far, successful diplomatic engagement in the region to date. It is an important victory for China as it attempts to assert itself on the world stage and allows it to continue to argue that it is a force for peace, stability, and multipolarity. It also makes the United States seem as though it is left standing on the sidelines, although Riyadh is simply diversifying its partnerships rather than moving away from the US. China is continuing its policy of taking advantage of opportunities, and this one rather serendipitously fell into its lap. Like a good neighbor, Beijing is there. The Chinese media was expectantly triumphant after the announcement. Wang Yi called the announcement a victory for peace and stressed the role of Chinese leadership, saying Xi Jinping had given unequivocable support from the start. He also connected it to China's broader international strategy as an example of the global security initiative in action and made implicit comparisons to Chinese efforts to mediate in Ukraine. At the ceremony itself, he claimed that the two sides have reached a consensus on addressing their respective concerns, clarified the roadmap and timetable, and laid a solid foundation for the follow up work of both parties. The Beijing dialogue has turned a new page in Saudi Iranian relations. A foreign ministry spokesperson emphasized that China has no self-interest in the Middle East, opposes geopolitical competition, and will not intend to fill the so-called vacuum. Chinese Middle East experts were equally supportive. Neyu Xinchun, director of the Middle East Institute of the China Institute of Contemporary International Relations, argued that China's successful mediation between Saudi Arabia and Iran this time is not accidental. China has long upheld a fair and sincere position, so it can become a mediator trusted by all parties. Ding Long, a professor at the Middle East Institute of Shanghai International Studies University, called it, a successful trial of effectively implementing global security initiatives. Wu Sikei, China's former special envoy to the Middle East and former ambassador to Saudi Arabia and Egypt, said that such agreements help countries in the region rid themselves of external interference and take their future and destiny into their own hands. However, she wrote, at least one expert advised caution. Fan Hungda, professor of international studies at Shanghai University, told Iranian media that, the conclusion of the agreement is only a good start, and whether the normalization process of Saudi-Iranian relations can proceed smoothly is a more critical issue. What kind of guarantees will China provide if one of the parties does not respect the agreement? Frankly speaking, the contradictions between the two countries are still clearly visible. Pursue Media provides media research, open-source intelligence, AI-driven analytics, and strategic communications consultancy. For more information, please get in touch with us.